My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 65 of The Kate Show. Today I'm talking about how to prevent fear from paralyzing your marketing. Now if you listened to my episode last month about how increasing your confidence will uplevel your marketing, then you already have a foundation for what we're about to discuss, but this does take it to a new level. So I want you guys to know this is not going to be a repeat of information. Instead, we are diving deeper into the real reason why people are so afraid of marketing. And once you know why you're afraid of something, it makes it so much easier to overcome. So let's dive right in. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Let me ask you a question. Does marketing stress you out? Do you avoid it as much as possible or get distracted by how your colleagues are marketing their businesses? Do you worry that you aren't doing enough or that you're not doing the right thing? or a combination of not doing enough of the right marketing thing. That mentality is gonna drain the creativity out of anyone. And since your business is built on being creative, we really do have to nip this in the bud immediately. Marketing fear can make us spend too much money, commit to advertising contracts we don't need, and expect the wrong results from otherwise successful tactics. Plus, marketing fear can also create disillusionment around all things marketing, which simply means that your whole perspective of marketing could be skewed and you could really be overcomplicating something that's actually quite simple. So today we're going to pull back the curtain on what marketing fear is and how to know if you have it and how to address the real root of your fear. Because the truth is people who are afraid of marketing they're not actually afraid of marketing itself. It's something a little deeper than that. So let's get right into how you know if you have marketing paranoia syndrome. Now just so you guys know, and I'm sure most of you do, I'm definitely not a psychologist, but I totally still just made up a syndrome and I should maybe get that like notated somewhere. Marketing paranoia syndrome, MPS. Okay, let's figure out if you have it because I know I've definitely had it and I get it at different times in my business, which is a little bit ironic because I do run a marketing company, but none of us are immune to this syndrome. There is no way to completely vaccinate yourself from it. It's something that we'll have to deal with here and there and the key is to make sure you're not being plagued by it all the time. All right, so here are some questions that you can ask yourself to determine whether or not you're dealing with the paranoia monster. Do you feel bewildered or overwhelmed anytime you think about marketing? Kind of like with opening QuickBooks, anytime I'd open QuickBooks before I understood money, I would just feel sick. If you feel that way about anytime you're opening social media or anytime you see something marketing related, that's a, that's a sign that you've got something to deal with here. Now the next question is, do you end up blindly following any and all marketing advice given by a peer or someone else you look up to without assessing what you're really going to need to do before and after to make that advice effective, to make it work for you? Because if you're just blindly following advice and someone says, well, you need to blog every week, 
So you start writing blog posts every week, but you don't plan out your content based on your services. You don't stop to think about who your target client is and whether or not they even read blog posts. And it, it starts to really frustrate you because now you're blogging every week, but it's not helping. And you don't know that you're also supposed to share those blog posts on social media because they didn't tell you that part. And then you wonder, well, why is nobody interacting with my blog post? Why is no one commenting? And that can lead to a lot of frustration. Now, the other thing you need to ask yourself is, do you know who your ideal client is? And I know it's like beating a dead horse. Oh my goodness. I ask this all the time, but you need to know their hobbies, their priorities, their lifestyle, their beliefs, their marital status, and of course their income and their location too, but those things are less important in the end. Knowing your target client is just so much more important than just trying to find people who can afford you. Just because they can afford you doesn't mean that they're going to be a good fit for you. So you also need to ask yourself, do you lean towards paid advertising and use little else to promote your business? Because if you've listened to my episodes on paid advertising, and I do have two of them now, so you can go back to episode 62 for the most recent one, you're going to know my stance on this. I'm not a huge fan of paid ads, especially if you don't have a sales funnel supporting them, because paid ads aren't meant to attract and convert the client. They're just meant to attract them and there's a right and wrong way to attract them as well. So if you find yourself answering yes to any of these questions, you could totally be suffering from some marketing paranoia. And I want you to put your mind at ease. You don't need to understand every aspect of marketing, but you do need to stop fearing it. So let's talk for a minute about what fear actually is. Fear is just a reaction to the unknown or an anticipation that something bad is about to happen. How frustrating is it when you post something on Instagram and you think, I don't even know if I was supposed to be posting this. I'm not sure if I'm using the right hashtags or enough of them. And I'm not sure what my caption should be. This is all very awkward. It feels stilted. I don't like it. So the, the heart of that is you don't know if your fans are gonna like it. You don't know if you're wasting your time. There is a fear of lost respect and lost time. And that can really debilitate you as a business owner. Fear isn't logical and it can't be reasoned away, but it can be overcome by having a plan in place to conquer whatever that fear is. So how do we conquer marketing fear? Well, I do have an action plan for you. Number one, define that ideal client. Number two, limit your marketing only to the places your ideal client is spending his or her time. Number three, create a guide, a lead magnet, a branded magazine, what have you, that addresses your ideal client's pain points and offer it for free on your website in exchange for their email address, of course. And number four, stay in touch with these people every month through a helpful and succinct email newsletter that will explain more of what they value as it pertains to your business and your services. So basically what I'm getting at here is you really only need to implement four steps in your marketing, in all of your marketing. You don't need to overthink it. You don't need to hire an SEO company. You don't need to have a marketing consultant on call. You just need to put these four things into place 
and understand that you don't have to understand how all of it works, but if you want to outsource it to people who do, then more power to you. That gives you a chance to focus on running the creative side of your business and not worrying about the marketing because a lot of our fear also comes from a feeling of ineptness. And the truth is you are likely so good at what you do, but you signed up to be a designer or a stager or run a workroom. You did not sign up to run a marketing company. And the fear comes in when you are now thinking that you're expected to play this other role in your business that is just not in your zone of genius. There's nothing wrong with it not being your zone of genius, but you do have to make sure that it gets into the hands of people who do have it in their zone of genius. So let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about the heart of that fear behind marketing and i'm going to get a little personal with you guys and share my journey with this and how my definition of success has really changed since i learned more about my own personal hang-ups and i hope that it encourages you to do the same hey guys just popping in here quick because i've got a question for you do you have a business partner? Do you have someone who is helping your business move the needle forward every single day? Well, if you're still looking for that special someone, look no further than Nancy Ganzikoffer. She's a business coach for interior designers and other creative entrepreneurs. Nancy understands the unique challenges you face when pursuing your dreams, and she'll help you develop your business identity, set goals, and manage your time. Now, if you're not part of her Facebook group, Actionable Entrepreneurs, you'll want to get in there right away. Nancy's there every single day, giving tips, support, and lessons to keep you taking action and moving forward in your business. Now, if you're ready to take a giant leap forward, get on her calendar for a strategy call. It's 50 minutes of straight business coaching, and you'll leave that session with clarity, goals, and a direction towards growth in your business. Head over to businesscoachnancy.com forward slash consult. Do you guys ever feel incapable of success no matter how hard you work? Whether you've just started your business in the home industry or you've been doing this for decades, there is likely going to be an element of self-doubt. And maybe that's with you every day. Maybe it's intermittent. Mine used to be every day. I used to have this inner critic that would tell me, you're not really that good at this. Do you really know what you're doing? And you can't afford that. You can't outsource this. And those people won't take you seriously. And if anybody found out how you really were, they wouldn't hire you. You know, when you have to live with that inner critic voice in your head 24-7, it does affect your marketing. It affects everything about your business because honestly, your business is an extension of you. But we often think that if our marketing fails, we have failed. If our business struggles, we are on the struggle bus. That's just not the case, however. What it often means is that we have not taken time to define what success looks like to us as individuals and then put that into our business. Often we measure success by matching levels with our competitors or our colleagues or if there's one person in the industry that you really idolize and you're like if I just get to that level then I'll be successful if I'm getting the interviews if I'm getting featured in all the shelter magazines then I'm going to be successful but the path to that success 
is going to be very different for every person and you may not like the journey. And why go on a trip if you really hate the journey? You know, that doesn't make any sense. And the truth about success is there is no end point. There is no destination where it's like, okay, I've arrived. I am now living in Success City. Because Success City moves around a lot. You'll have to follow it. You'll have to have a plan in place to keep up with it. And Defining and keeping up with your own success takes effort. That's where the strategy comes into marketing and running a good business. So I want to share with you guys what my definition of success looks like, both personally and in business. And I hope that it will inspire you to come up with your own definition. And I hope your definition is nothing like mine. Because I don't want you to live my version of success. I want you to live yours. And I want you to have peace about it. While my definition of success may continue to evolve over the years, and I hope that it does, the heart of it has always been time. Success means that I no longer trade hours for dollars. It means making a full-time income on a part-time schedule, making time a priority that I will spend on people and experiences like my husband and my baby girl. It means making my life about more than just reviewing a profit and loss sheet or answering hundreds of emails each week. As much as I love you guys, of course. You see, what really matters to me isn't the number in the bank account. It's not the numbers that QuickBook throws at me every time I log in. It's the fact that I'm able to start and end my workday when I want to. And I can take a personal day or I can just work a half day if that's what my family needs from me. And I know that as I'm about to become a mother, this definition of success is going to be tested and tried. Because if I look at the way my life is right now, then I think, all right, I'm successful. I've been able to stop trading hours for dollars. And technically, I could work part time. I don't want to because I love what I do. And I really enjoy every second of my workday. But my life is going to change really soon. And even if you are not about to have a new baby like I am, you are likely facing a change in your life. Whether your spouse is retiring and you become the sole income provider, or you're about to send a child to college, and we all know how expensive that is, you need to figure out, is this definition of success still valid? Mine is going to be put the, to the test, I mean, quite honestly, because I can go from choosing to work as much as I want to being forced to not be able to work as much as I want because I do want my child to be the the priority. You know, my family is my priority. So that's going to change. It's going to put it to the test of, all right, Kate, you've built this business that's supposed to be able to run without you, but will it? Will it run without you when you take maternity leave? Well, I guess we're going to find out. And I'm excited for that challenge. Because if I get it through there, then my definition of success has been met. But it doesn't mean it will automatically stay there because there are a lot of things I have to automate and do ahead of time in order for that to continue. So what is your definition of success? If you could take time and just describe to your best friend, your business coach, or your spouse what your ideal work week looks like, what would you say? Would you always want to be out meeting with clients and never have to deal with the money or marketing sides of it again? 
Well, that means you'll have to hire some people. Do you prefer to actually do all the things yourself and understand what you're doing? Well, then it looks like you'll probably need to work with a business coach and a marketing consultant who can help teach you what you need to know. And you know, some people like wearing all the hats. They like doing all the things once they have the knowledge to equip themselves and overcome the fear. Because again, fear is just our reaction to the unknown. So it's up to you to pull back the curtain on your success and then figure out how can I make this a reality? Because your definition of success doesn't have to be some far-fetched fairy tale or a dream that you just wistfully think about as you slave away the hours. It actually is attainable and I want that for you. I want that for myself. That's why I have the podcast. That's why I run Socialite. That's why I created The Vault. And that's my path to success, but that's not yours. You don't have to create an online business to be successful. You can be successful in what you're doing right now if you set it up correctly, if you set up your marketing correctly, if you get comfortable with the uncomfortable aspects of running a business. When you know what a successful life looks like for you, for your family, you'll also know what a successful business looks like. And from there, you'll be able to much more easily say no to the marketing tactics that you know just don't align with your vision of success. That takes away the fear, it makes you empowered, and it gives you peace because you know that you don't have to be marketing your business the way everybody else is telling you to because their definition of success is going to be so different or perhaps they've never actually defined what it looks like for them. So be careful what advice you listen to and take time to speak with your family or your business partner or your business coach about how you can really create the lifestyle that you wanted. Because a lot of us start businesses because we want a lifestyle change. Whether you want to stay at home with your kids, but now you find yourself working around the clock and struggling with the mom guilt because you just can't be there for them anymore. It's like your business runs you instead of the other way around. That's not being successful, even if you've got the numbers climbing in your bank account, because the truth is it drains you at the end of the day. It gives the best parts of you to your business instead of to your family. And it creates a great situation where paranoia can plant itself and grow because you're already stressed out, you're already compromised, and that can lead to things like offering discounts, As I've said in past episodes, it can lead to getting into marketing situations that you never should have, and it ends up wasting a lot of your precious hard-earned money. And it's a way that a lot of businesses can end up self-sabotaging from the inside out. And of course, I don't want that for you guys, and I know that you don't either. So give yourself a minute to define what success is, and then go for it without shame, without guilt. You are worth it. Until next time, guys. I want you to keep your marketing simple. I really, really, truly do. And I want you to keep your message clear. And I hope that today my message has been abundantly clear. Success is totally relative. I don't want you to have my life. I don't want you to have your HGTV designer's life. I want you to live yours. And I want you to truly enjoy it because we only get one and it is way too short to waste on worrying about your business or your marketing or where your next project is coming from. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.